Daily DVR presents The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart is presented by Cufflinks.com, our presenting sponsor. Thank you, Cufflink.com. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Save 20% off your order, no minimum. Now, we want to wish everyone safety, health, love, prosperity. We know that this is a difficult time with COVID going around. We hope everyone is healthy, but we do know that someday we're going to beat this. We're going to get out there. We're going to wake up in the morning. We're going to want to look good. We're going to want to step out and feel confident. And when we do that, we want to be wearing something from cufflinks.com. So cufflinks.com has slashed a bunch of prices. Go over to their sale page. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR. Click on sale items. You'll see a bunch of sale items. They do have some sales coming up. They plan on doing May the 4th, Star Wars Baby, and some new Marvel X-Men items, some new Empire Strikes Back items. So there's still new stuff coming to cufflinks.com. So head over to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Today we'll be talking about The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, Season 1, Episode 1. That's right, people. We're back. It's time to batch it up. Hello and welcome back. My name is Axel, and of course my co-host is Sarah. Sarah, how you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, it's, it's a very different world than when we recorded last, but we're hanging in there. That's the truth, man. You know what? This there's been a lot going on about listen to your heart, but before I even give the whole intros, I'll say I was happy to have this last night. Me too, honestly. Very I, happy. The past couple weeks for me, you know, I was okay like the first couple weeks of quarantine, and then the second couple, you know, couple weeks were a little hard. But then this week, I was like, I have bachelor content, and my mood lifted. That is true. That is true. That's really what's been keeping me going is doing podcasts like this, some fun shows. And of course, if you want to find out about the other podcasts that I've been doing, Better Call Saul, Westworld Theorycast, head on over to dvrpodcast.com. And please subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, your app of choice, and leave us a review. That does help, the subscription and the review. But we're going to get into it now. We're going to talk about Listen to Your Heart, but first, we do have some Bachelor news, starting off with something that was a sensation. Now, I think it's kind of died down a little bit here, right? Mm -hmm. But it was a sensation, and that's the quarantine crew. The quarantine crew, man. They were on fire for the first couple weeks of of the shutdown. Hannah Brown cooped up with Tyler, Tyler Cameron. Everyone had high hopes that they were rekindling their romance, Um, but alas, Hannah went back to Alabama to hunker down with her family, which I don't blame her because that house looked like it was getting destroyed, (laughs) so I would not have been able to survive there very long, so I don't blame her for leaving, but it looked like a fun time. It looks like they're all, you know, I think taking it a little bit more seriously now. I know at first they were getting some criticism that... They were they were out and about too much, and people were in and out too much. Yeah. But um, I think I think they've they've heard the the cries from the public, and they're trying to hunker down a little bit better. You know, I I gotta say, I think that I mean, I I think everybody's got to do what they got to do, 
and we all need to listen and stay away from each other. But it was early on and they're young and they were trying to find a way to connect with other people and have fun and provide entertainment for people as well, you know? And of course, I mean, they're making some sponsorship, you know, money off that as well. It's for their Uh career. But I thought it was fun and I never got annoyed by it. And I was hoping that maybe something was, you know, going on between them. You always have that desire. But uh, mm-hmm. when she left, that was the right move because after a while too, I couldn't imagine you're like, you kind of have to be with like family or a close yeah. friend or something. You know, it's like after you really want to be, it's like the first week of college that never ends or something, you know, right. like it just, you got to get away from it. Honestly, it, it looked like a frat house yeah. and I like... I just can't imagine Hannah like surviving in that environment for as long as she did. So good on her, but I do not blame her for going back to Alabama to be with her family. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. But in other news, and this was more, much more controversial, Mm -hmm. um, was Peter and Kelly are seem to be, now maybe you could explain more because I have to admit something. I saw the first couple posts about this and I read what Kelly said about producers skewed what was happening. They kept them apart from each other. They said bad things to, I I think, Peter about her. But I just am so bored with him that I kind of just stopped paying attention after. So bring me up to speed. So Peter is quarantined with Kelly in Chicago and everyone's been on his case of why are you flying back and forth and going back and forth from LA to Chicago and he's like well I'm a pilot and I am essential so I still have to work which makes sense and he said that he didn't want to be um, going back to his parents house because they are over 60 and he wants to protect them from anything he might be exposed to which to me makes sense so he's decided to um, have his quote unquote home base be with Kelly in Chicago, um, which I think was an interesting move and everyone was a little bit shocked by, but um, I did listen to Peter's interview with Nick Vial and the Vial files. And I, I think I've, I've, I've shifted a little bit on Peter. I think I'm starting Ooh. to like him. Again. I, I'm starting to like him again. And honestly, I think this guy just got caught up yeah. in the show at his core. He's a good guy. You know, he, he, he's not, trying to he has no ill will about him and and something that Nick Vial brought up is every time he's spoken to Peter he has n- never had a bad word to say about any any part of this process and he's always kept a positive attitude and that kind of resonated with me because Peter could totally be like oh yeah like f these producers they like screwed me over like blah 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 but True. Peter's Peter's always had like a pretty decent outlook um you know everything happened and, and he, he owned up to his mistakes. He, he said he did not handle the Hannah Ann situation properly. And um, he said that him and Maddie talked it out and honestly proved his mom right. And that they were not compatible. Um, And at the end of the day, like him and Kelly, they're not dating right now, but he does see a potential there. But he, he admitted, he's like, I've had quite a year with relationships. I don't think it's fair to her or to myself to jump into something right now. But for right now, we're just hanging out, which I think, I don't know, a a lot of what he said on Nick's podcast. And I, and I know he did a few different interviews. I didn't get a chance to listen to all of them, but um, 
I think he was very mature about it. And I, I just, I, I think he's a guy that got caught up in all of it. And, and I think, I don't know. I think I, I am okay. I'm back slightly on the Peter train again. Now his TikToks need to stop. <laughs> but- See, you know what? This is the funny thing. I, now I said I was bored with him, right? But I'm not hating on the dude because I, with a little time and, you know, of course we're doing the pod, you get great, you have fun. I have come to see exactly, I think exactly what you said is what I thought. It just, it got away from him. He's also coming off of being on The Bachelorette, right? Right. So it was like hit after hit. It involved his whole family, his whole life. You know, he's on national television, international. So I can't blame the dude. I I think, and I think we both thought that really the producers, they didn't choose wisely and they didn't prepare him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess I, I, what you said kind of makes me more interested. And I actually... I kind of have to say the same thing about Nick Vial, and I can't believe I'm admitting this. <laughs> um, I'm kind of coming around to that dude too. Now, I don't know exactly if I would chill with him if he's the kind of guy, but I have to say that his last couple um, podcasts that I heard him with Juliet, mm-hmm. and I, I, want, I didn't listen to that show, but I ended up listening to another one of his podcasts. I can't remember what it was on. It was like a, a month ago or so. Um, I, uh, I have to say he's getting much better at doing the podcast thing, expressing Mm -hmm. himself, and maybe he has more of a future in the kind of host Mm -hmm. thing than he does being like an actor or in commercials and stuff. Right. Um, cause I think he's actually doing pretty good and I guess I, I, I'm going to listen to that then because I don't disagree. Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll do. I'll do it because I don't disagree with what Kelly said either. I mean, right. it's totally that's what the producers do. Mm-hmm. I was just my opinion was just kind of like, well, if you're going to come out and say that, you kind of have to. I don't know, maybe set yourself apart a little bit or have a diff- little bit of a different attitude where that's really something you should have expected, right? That's right. that's the issue that I usually have about that. It's like mm-hmm. you should have just said I maybe should have been more prepared to know that their job is to manipulate the people to tell a story. Right. And and I, and one thing that was interesting that Peter said is that Kelly was not right for this show and we so did true. not yeah. we did not we were not going to thrive in that environment. And actually, Chris Harrison said the same thing. Chris Harrison actually came out with like a rebuttal to the fact that Kelly said she was locked in a closet and wasn't allowed to see Peter. And and Chris Harrison said he called Kelly about that and was like, yo, what, what do you, that's not true. You and, know the in the closet, right? The R. Kelly thing, right? <laughs> yes. In the closet. <laughs> I mean, and, R. Kelly's so, terrible, but that still remains oh. one of the weirdest things to ever watch in your life is that whole oh, in the closet God. video series. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but so, so Chris Harrison um, explained that what Kelly meant is that she was stuck in interviews for so long that she wasn't able to get time ah, with Peter. Yes. Yep. And so like the little like interview rooms was what she meant by closet. 
apparently, which, you know, I, I get, you know, in the heat of the moment, like, and she can be hyperbolic and be like, I was in a closet. Or like misquoted I, too, right? True. Very true. So I, I, um, Chris Harrison made a point to, uh, to clarify that because I, I don't think that was a good look for the show. Well, to, I, I- Oh, go ahead. But, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Just not a good look for the show to yeah. have someone claim that they've been locked in a closet. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Not yeah. That's what was weird. And that's why I was a little fishy and it kind of, you know, I mean, things get filtered and it's not just her. It's the producer. It's also the people writing it and who, whatever, you know, PR people are involved in the story as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, I would like to see the best way I think that they can turn this around is come back to the to the bachelor in some way as a couple and be friendly with it again because right. that's the best that that's that's always your best bet even if you have a problem you know like Nick has had his problems but I guess he still tries to remain friendly with this is your bread and butter yeah. and you know I mean I guess Kelly's not good for it but actually she was pretty entertaining I I thought she was great. I think she was refreshing at, for the show to have someone that was like trying to not just give in to the process, you know. I I enjoyed her presence, but what I did not enjoy was the producers, you know, manipulating things that she said on that last episode that she was on. Um but yeah, overall I thought I thought Kelly was good for the show to yeah, be honest. I thought I thought that she she and speaking of uh, which I thought that she maybe would have been a good bachelorette because then she could be in kind of control of it right. and steer it. But we do know our last piece of news is that they're, of course, not shooting the bachelorette. It's been shut down. Right. And so actually, I just saw a rumor today that apparently they're going to shoot the entire bachelorette on a resort for five or six weeks and there won't be any hometowns. There won't be any you know, extravagant trips or anything. It's just all going to be done at a resort is what I was reading. Um, So I don't know, I don't know how true it is, but that, that popped up for me today. And, and, and I, I thought that was some interesting information. And I, I heard that it's probably going to happen sometime in July um, or sometime in the summer and that we would get that airing in in the fall. Wow. Well, you know what? I mean, I guess if they can, oh gosh, what would, I mean, to do it really properly, I wonder what, I don't know what kind of guidelines that they would have to follow, but as far as what do you get everybody to report somewhere, test them, keep Mm -hmm. them away from each other for two weeks to a month, then if they all test again, they can go shoot the shoot because you still. It just seems to me that they're making these, I know. Pl- you know, they're making these plans, and that's exciting. But I think we're still a little bit rushing it there. Like let's. I I agree. So I, I mean, I'm sure those are just like tentative plans for yeah. you know whatever I I saw. I don't obviously I don't think anything at this point can be concrete. Um, um, but I mean that would be an interesting new take on it. And I saw last night during listen to your heart, they had a new promo for Claire. So they're still taking applicants. And I'm curious to see if we'll, if our guy, Matt James will still be on this season. Hmm. I would think so. 
I would. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I feel like I feel like he's in it. I I secretly hope, and I know, and and I know this won't happen, but I would love to see Nick come back because I I like like I've become such a big Nick fan. Which is shocking. I know. I never would have thought that that would be. But I just I love him so much now, and I I think it'd be interesting to see how him and Claire like react to each know. other. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know if it would be a fit, but I feel like age wise, it would be. I just I feel like he'd be good in there. I don't know. I, I would like want- to see him come back. I would see a season of him as the Bachelor again. I would or, too. Or on or I, on um paradise true yeah i would definitely take him back on paradise i just want more nick yeah but we i don't know more of he's, him he's kind I think, of he's this, i think he's done yeah I think he's, done. he's part of the world but he's not it, it would seem like you know in order to do the podcast and stuff you gotta kind of distance yourself a little bit Right. Right. And then to return after all the things he said about production and then to return to it and not appear as if he's in more control than the other people, it might not, it might just not gel, but, um, that's it. It's still interesting about trying to shoot that way with Claire, you know, Hey, Mm -hmm. this is a challenge. I was, uh, on our, uh, Patreon. I did a podcast last night with Heath and we were talking about this, which is, um, like all these late night shows and talk shows, Saturday Night Live, like people trying to shoot in their house, mm-hmm. use different cameras, like how they could do it. Like imagine if they changed the show and they made it somehow like the circle and Claire yeah. was at, they were all at home and Claire got time with each of them and dates with each of them, you know, and then- yeah in the hopes that they would, you know, and then everybody is like tested and you see it, they're getting tested or they're negative. (laughs) And then they get to meet at the end or something. I don't know. Maybe they could do it like that. Or throw a little love is blind twist in there where she just gets to talk on the phone with them for a while. And yeah. Interesting. I finally, I finally caught up on love is blind. I'm almost done with it, but I'm, I'm, I finally started watching it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so good. That's a good idea. Right. If they went past it, how about that? Like they start with like messaging and mm-hmm. then they move certain ones. She moves each week. I'm moving on with you. And then the next step is we like talk on voice. And then the final step would be like, she's video chatting. You know, I don't know. We could come up it'd be, with something. It'd be like uh, a dating on, dating on the apps, but <laughs> yeah. uh, like on steroids. <laughs> Just mix them all up together. Um, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of something on steroids, there's a lot of music on steroids. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Listen to Your Heart. But before we start, okay? Mm-hmm. Before we start, I wanted to have a baseline. Okay. Um, and I wanted to ask you some music questions because this okay. is about music so who are your three favorite musician band performers whatever who are your three favorite okay so it's gonna be a pretty eclectic group so be prepared so Fleetwood Mac nice Taylor Swift okay and and share and share okay (laughs) I like it yeah that is really nice Big, big fans, huge fans. Okay. And no, and they are all 
very much uh well even Fleetwood Mac in a way they were kind of all like a bunch of singers so that was probably that was part of the problem with the band right is that right. they were all such individuals true um okay that's interesting now I try to have to think of mine <laughs> uh Jimi Hendrix goes okay. is one of my favorite I have to say Peter Gabriel um, I love Peter Gabriel and I'm not mean like, I mean, Sledgehammer was cool. Most people know him for that, but his whole career. Um, and then now I mostly listen to jazz. Okay. So I, and I, and it's instrumental, even though I do love some jazz performers, particularly Johnny Hartman is probably my favorite jazz crooner. Um, but I won't include that because for the purposes of this, I would have to say Elliot Smith. Okay. So they definitely fall within. So I think we all, we both have a kind of taste that could fall within what these people do. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Do you think people singing is sexy? Like if a dude pulled out a guitar and sang to you, do you think that that's sexy? It would, it would depend on the situation. Okay. So I'll, I'll preface with this. I, back in the day, I was the biggest American Idol fan you would ever find. Like I, I was on the Kelly Clarkson train hardcore. I told everyone, I said, guys, you got to start watching the show American Idol. Then everyone else hopped down on season two and fell in love. But I was on it from day one. Obviously, obviously now all these scene shows, it's, it's too much and I, I can't keep up with them anymore. But, I do. There's just something about seeing someone ha- like with that much talent that's like I want to be around you. You know. Mm, okay. The confidence, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I do think it's sexy. I, I I'm gonna say it. I when I see and I like women, so when I see a woman sing or play guitar or especially play drums, I think it's very sexy. Um, or bass too, guitar or bass. All right, next up. Have you ever dated a musician? I don't believe so. No. Okay. I have. Mm-hmm. All right. I dated a musician for gosh, how long we went three to five. I don't know. We went out a pretty long time. She was my girlfriend before I met my wife. Okay. Um, so I have dated a musician before. So I am familiar with you know, this I'm working on a song thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all these things that came up during this, like sitting, watching her play, um, all that kind of stuff. I'm very, I, I am familiar with that. Um, I'm also familiar with a well-known thing among artists. Now, I, I've always considered myself an artist. I was a filmmaker, editor, done some painting. I do the podcast, whatever. But I think it's pretty much well known that of all the type of artists, musicians are the hardest to date. Let's put it that way. I was going to say crazy, but I'll say hardest to date. Okay. It's a, it's, it's a thing. And I think it comes from the sexy thing and the connection with people that's made through, right? The singing. So I just want to have a background. So you don't have an experience with that, but I do. So when I watch this, I kind of can feel that too, because like 
my ex, she would get on stage and say, I'd see other people looking at her or like people in the band. You know what I mean? Like they're really Mm -hmm. close. So I get that kind of, or we're doing a gig. We're going to be out late, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So a little experience. All right. My final question. (laughs) When a person at a party breaks out a guitar, what do you do? I honestly start singing along. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the Lord did not bless me with any musical talent. And if I could sing a lick in any way human made possible, I would, but I can't. And I hate myself every day because of it. Okay. That's, that's, that's a direct quote from Pitch Perfect that I recite every day. I don't know, um, if, I, I don't know if I believe it though, because I think a lot of people who think they're not I I don't know. I think that oh, you might be a I've, good I've been I've been told to please shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, I've always been told I, I've been told I was a good singer, but I, I don't so believe it. Every now and then, someone's like, "Oh my God, Sarah! Like you you got some good pipes." And I'm See? like, and so and so that like will boost me for like a year of exactly. confidence. It does make you feel <laughs> singing is a heart. Like that's why I wanted to talk about singing when we start out because it is a tough thing, and you kind of have like. I feel when they're talking about on this show and they're talking about that confidence and standing up in front of somebody, it does take a certain personality to do that, right? Right. So there is kind of like these are performers that we're watching. But I have to admit, when a person at a party breaks out a guitar, I usually immediately go into the other room. I'm just like, I am out of there. I, I can't. It's, I I have been to a a ton of live shows and I love when I know I have like signed up, right? Okay. I'm going to see someone perform. I like it. But when someone just does it and what they do on this show where they kind of sneak each other and they're like, Hey, I'm going to sing this song. I just, I never know what to do. Like, should I look at the purse? (laughs) You get the thing to sing along. It makes me really kind of cringy, uncomfortable that I just, I kind of don't know what to do. Well, I mean, I will admit, I don't know if I've ever been at a crowded party where someone whips out a guitar. I can't, I mean, I have been at many in my time, in my time, not lately. I got a kid. I I don't know if that's ever, I mean, I've been hanging out with, with a couple people and someone has their guitar. And so that, that's And they start strumming it. And then, but it's also like, I also sometimes feel like, okay, we get it. You want the attention. You have the guitar. You know what I mean? Like, it's a different kind of vibe. If they're leading a sing along, like when they all got yeah. together, when the guy got on the piano, I think that Ryan, was great. That loved was it. cool. Okay. Loved it. Yes, I love that. When they, but when Creepy Jowl's hair guy, um, what's his name? Shepherd or something? I'm trying to get their names. Are you talking about Sheridan? Sheridan, yes. He, he's a nice man. <laughs> Leave him alone. I like him too, but you know, I mean, he probably is the sweetest guy there, right? (laughs) He's kind of a sweetheart. I like him. And man, I've known a lot of dudes like Sheridan, like a lot who dress exactly (laughs) like that too. Um, Exactly. When he said there's a lot of guys with hats and all, I was like, dude, it's not just Austin. Um, There's a (laughs) lot of guys that look like you. I thought it was like from the Allman brothers or something. Um, But when he was like, I'm working on this song. And like he made her look at him while he was that I find to be very uncomfortable. Yeah. 
So yeah. I can't, or when it's like, look at when they just, when a person breaks out a guitar in front of everyone and when they start singing, they like put their head down, they get really into it. And then you're like, you're, you're making us watch you. You're not doing like a kind of so sing along. In, in that situation. Yes. Like whenever, okay. like whenever Jed would like start singing, I'll oh. be your Mr. Right girl. Like, yes, I didn't, I did not. So uncomfortable. I did not enjoy that. But yeah, I mean that, and that's it. Just it depends on the situation, honestly, and it depends on the person too. Okay. You know, some some people can get away with it better than others. True, true. But I'm a. Fi- I just want to state equivocally before we begin that I am a fan of the sing along and the guy or gal who kind of like, hey, everybody, you get the next line, right? Like, yes, yes, that I'm I, a fan I, of. I, I am. I agree with that statement. Right, because I'm not all anti-performing. I'm, but I am very not a fan of, and it's particularly dudes who do this. I'm gonna put my head down and be like sulky and sing a really meaningful song while you watch me. Right. You know, right. like I didn't sign up for a concert when you freaking brought out your guitar, buddy. Right. Um. All right. Just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> let it out let it out all right um all right let's talk about let's talk about the the whole episode and the cast and what do you want to what did you think of the cast do you want to talk about that first sure um so i feel like my initial reaction was while it is a very beautiful cast i think everyone is very beautiful on there i don't think it there are a ton of like intim and like intimidatingly beautiful people, which is actually I think easier to watch. I think because it, you it's more relatable. Obviously, there are like a handful of like douchey vibes I'm getting from from some of the guys, but I I think it feels like a very and, I, and I'm using air quotes normal like attractive looking cast, which I yeah. I appreciate. I appreciated it too. And the different age ranges. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, let's see. So I guess that the youngest person is Jamie at 21. 21. And she's yep. definitely 21. Oh boy, is she. Um, yep. Jack is 30, who didn't really have much of a role here, is 38. Um, like Natasha's 33, Sheridan's 27. You got it. There's a good mix of people here. Good, yeah. Definitely a good mix. I guess the other youngest I'm looking at it right now would be uh, Mariana, who's 23. Right, and I don't um, know if we've, if we've met her yet. No, I don't know. They they didn't. You know, I they did a good job. I think of introducing certain people, but also you'd see certain people in the background, and you kind of knew you were going to get to know them a little bit more. Right. Um, so particularly with some of the women, cause it seems like they concentrate on like three women. Yeah. And, um, I, I do think we're going to get some more women showing up next week, just like bachelor in paradise. So I think some of the people that they have listed on, on the page, um, haven't arrived oh, yet. Yeah, that's right. Wait yeah. a second. You, cause there is more people here. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then there's one, two, three, four. Four rows, so tw- so it's twenty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are ha- there are people that haven't shown up yet. Yep. And that one girl, that one girl, um, Cheyenne, she just kind of showed up at the end. Yeah, they I were like I, Cheyenne, and I was like, wait, was she on before? I don't even remember. Her. 
Yeah, her and Chris were singing earlier in the episode, and I was like, all right, I'm vibing with with these people. And then, yeah, and then Cheyenne, like, wasn't a part of the episode until, like, the very end. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I hope we get more of her because I, I, I liked her vibe. Yeah, and I was sad that um, I think Russell went home, didn't he? Russell did go home, who yeah. is, is a spitting image of – of Sean Hunter from Boy Meets World. It's uh, it's it's wild. He looks exactly like him. <laughs> he does kind of look like him. Yeah. I know who that is. Good. I, <laughs> I do. Um I uh I kind of dug him. <clears throat> Excuse me. I thought that he was um there was the leather jacket. I thought there might be a little something, you know, different about him. Yeah, I it seemed like they were going to have him be more a part of it cuz you know, he they had the way he was introduced was kind of funny. The girls were talking and they're like, who's Russell? Yeah. Um, and so I thought that'd be like, he'd kind of get a better showing, but I guess not. <laughs> no, nah, that's too bad. Um, let's see what else we got overall, the cast. Who else did you say? Sean reminds you of, who's Sean Mendez. I think I know who that is. So Sean Mendez basically is a younger version of Justin Bieber. I guess to put it okay. to, to, so to you reminded me of that guy Tom Everett Scott. So yeah, I think uh yeah, we're we're showing our yeah, ages exactly. with our with our references. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Um <laughs> but overall, I have to say I think that this is a pretty cool cast. I I think so too. You know, I was interested in them. Um I thought that that they were definitely. I mean, they were all performers, right? So, right. some of them were a little too much or whatever. But I immediately was like, "Oh, who's that?" Per-? Or I could form an opinion on them, right? Mm-hmm. And the right. little packages that they gave us in the beginning—they didn't do too many of them, but yeah. those were those were kind of interesting, and they gave mm-hmm. you a feel of kind of the music. That would be my main issue with the cast. And it's with the format kind of, which is, I don't understand, I guess this is an age thing too. Like if they had done this, say they did this in, in my time in the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. You would have a new metal person. You would have a punk person. You'd have a country rock person. You'd have a jam band person. You'd have a uh, a rapper, right? Mm-hmm. You'd right. have it's it just I don't I think that the variety of what they do, like they they say some of them R and B soul pop singer songwriter indie rock neo soul, but kind of like that's country pop country, but it's all kind of sounds the same to me. Yeah, it's all in a very, very similar bucket for sure. But what, what you probably, and music has changed so much, particularly from what I used to go to my college computer lab. Yes, people, because (laughs) we did not have computers in our dorm rooms. We did not have phones. You had to go to the computer lab, right? I mean, you couldn't get a, you know, you couldn't get computers uh, or internet at your dorm room. And I would go on Napster and download things. And that's when basically pop music kind of changed a lot because the internet allowed 
all types of, I mean, I'm sure that you know people who are like started on YouTube as a singer or, you know what I'm- Justin Bieber. There you go, right? Like that was not around when I, you know, you had to kind of come up through, to get your record out, you had to come up through a label. So there was a whole different kind of vetting process. But I think that it made popular music actually more- I guess, genre specific, where now it's become more homogeneous. Mm -hmm. So is that the way kind of pop music is? Because like when you say Taylor Swift, I guess she she is kind of like this country singer songwriter, but she'll also do a little rap in her song or she'll do a little, right? Like like a techno beat or something. So Taylor Swift has had an interesting trajectory in her career. So yeah, she started off as a country singer, but- she got kind of pissed off at, at country music and said, I'm going pop. And so ever since, um, I want to say 1989, she kind of left country behind a little bit and, and really steered more toward the pop um, audience, I guess you could say. But she, I mean, she was always, you know, country pop, um, even when she was country. But yeah, I mean, she's definitely evolved throughout her career. But I think that, but am I correct in stating that that's the kind of vibe that all of these people are? Because even though this guy, Matt, is Neo Soul, he still sounds like John Mayer or Taylor. It's just like kind of like- It's kind of like, I feel like all of them could could survive in Nashville or LA. Yeah. Like they, yeah. That's what's disappointing to me because I would have like, couldn't you have thrown in like some- you know, punk dude or thrown in some, uh, some woman who sings like old Celtic music or (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's very bland to me. That's what's disappointing. I guess for the purposes of trying to find someone that you can like sing with and duet with, you kind of have to have a similar vibe. Yeah. And, and, and and along now those lines, I was surprised, or should I say, I think a lot of people are lying, that Becca is the only one that her genre is musical theater. And I love that. I love it. And she's from DC, so I'm rooting for her. I'm I mean, about I don't really it. know. Yeah, I don't really know if there's like a winner to this or anything, but I'm rooting for her. <laughs> I liked her. I liked yeah. her a lot. I thought she was a little weird too. Um, but I think that a lot of these people are musical theater people. And yeah. they are trying to brand themselves. Right. Um, like I thought Jamie was very musical theater-ish. I thought yeah. a lot of and, – and the and the weirdest dude, I have to say right off the bat just to kind of pick some out, is this guy Michael Todd, who I Man. guess thinks he's the guy from Adam Levine, right? I, what's, it, what's it? Maroon 5? He really thinks he's like his ugly cousin or something. Really? You think you think that was what he was giving off? I don't know. I don't know. But isn't that that Maroon 5 thing where he's like, baby, get into the car. Like that kind of thing? Isn't that how they- I guess, Yeah, I guess, right? guess you're right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. my Michael Todd, Jesus. He, oh, he's like- <laughs> He's like worse than like the Kaboom guy or or whatever. Remember from from Becca from Becca's season? Oh, I do. Yes, but I like. Oh, that's why God. I like. I I just. What, I think they did a pretty it was good. Wham, 
Waboom. 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 That was it. Waboom. That's where I think they did a pretty decent job of getting some characters. Because, I mean, for God's sake, like, these are musicians. These, you know what I'm saying? They're artists. They got to get on stage. They're performers. Like, give us some attitude. Give us a little something else, you know? And that's why I did like Sheridan. But some of the guys blended together for me, like Mm -hmm. Ryan, Trevor. Um, they kind of seem this Brandon kind of seemed a little bit of the same ish to me. And the, the guy, Matt, I guess he's a little bit different, but it's that beard that he's got going on. I like, he's got a nice beard. Yeah. I mean, I like all of those men that, that you just named. So <laughs> <laughs> taking a little break from talking about those crazy, listen to your heart people. To remind you again to go over to cufflinks.com slash DVR, use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order at any time. And you know what? We got a lot of time now. We're at home. What do you got to do? You watched everything on Netflix. There's no sports on. So you say, I'm going over to the computer. I'm picking up my phone and I'm going to cufflinks.com. Let's do it together right now. Check out all these awesome items. Because you know what? You may want to look good on camera. You've got a Zoom meeting coming up. Hey, get a nice cufflink pair, get a tie, you know, something you can show off, a nice pin. Hey, maybe maybe a hand to the queen pin, a hand to the king pin from Game of Thrones. Head over to cufflinks.com and check out everything they've got. Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Which one? Okay, so who's your fave after this night? Who was your favorite? We did this oh, when we that's... talked about Paradise and Bachelor. Who was your favorite? That's so tough. I really like Chris right now. Okay. I just think he just seems like he has a good vibe. He's always singing and he, I really like his voice and he just seems like a really nice guy. Um, I definitely, I'm a big fan of Ryan. Okay. I also, I, right. I mean, Trevor definitely gives off like potential like douchebag vibes. Maybe. I don't know, but I, I mean, so far I like him. I think he's, he's fine. He's a good looking man. Yeah, he exactly. He knows it too. Just like Katy Perry said, you are hot. Yeah. Um, he's from Encino, so come on. You know, he's like, <laughs> isn't that the valley? He's got. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And um, and I, I like Matt. I, I'm digging the beard. Um, I don't know. I oh, It's hard to pick a favorite. I think I got to go with Chris. Okay. I think he's my favorite so far. Chris is your favorite. So far, yeah. my favorite woman is i think it's becca becca is my favorite woman okay i kind of like her i think she's a little weird i think she's pretty i think she i think i don't know how far she's gonna go but i think that there's there's gonna be something happening with her and 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 that's the thing, like, like when we say like how far they're gonna go i feel like we don't really have a lot of information no we don't not at all on what the heck's going on? Yeah, I have no uh, this this was this episode. Um, well, let me say we'll talk about the, kind of the format, right. and then um, I'd have to say my other guy is um, Sheridan. Even though I did make fun of him being jowly and hairy, <laughs> I still like the dude. I kind of like. I don't know that he's going to be a big hit with the ladies. Um, but I kind of think he's like actually the most, even though he's very derivative Almond Brothers guy, he mm-hmm. at least seemed to have a little bit of a spark of individuality. Absolutely. He you know? seems 
he seems like he has a very good soul. And so I, that's what I like about him. And that's he should because he does R&P, R&B soul pop. Oh, well, there we go. Hit the R- nail on the head. <laughs> that's a lot. R- he's, what do you do? R&B? Yeah, but also soul, also pop. Um, <laughs> a little bit of everything. Let's see. What, uh, oh, I wanted to say this about the dudes. This was my first thing for the uh, first episode. Are they all short or is it just me? It does seem like, yeah, because um, Sheridan was shorter than Julia yeah. at the rose ceremony. And that stuck out to me. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe these women are wearing really high heels. I don't know. Either the women are short. I mean, the women are tall. The men are short. The women are wearing heels. Or it just so happened that there were like three to five shots that clearly showed the woman being taller than the guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe, you know, a lot of, you know, like Eddie Vedder's like five foot two. I, I, I am embarrassed to admit, I do not know who that is. <laughs> you don't know who Eddie Vedder is? Hold on. From Let's Pearl Jam? Eddie Vedder. I love, I love you, Sarah. You're amazing. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Okay. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> I just Googled him. I've, I've never seen him before. You've never, you never heard Pearl Jam? I've heard of Pearl Jam. I just... You know, don't know oh, the people in Pearl Jam. Name okay. Let me let me come back at you. Name okay. one per what, name one person in Backstreet Boys. Um, I think I, I you know uh, <laughs> I get confused. <laughs> was Justin Timberlake in Backstreet Boys? No, he was not. He was the NSYNC. Okay. So there, okay. point made. Um, I kind of have to admit that <laughs> even though that was during my time, I didn't pay attention to. I can name some of the um uh uh the what were the uh the Backstreet Boys. That's what I, think, I just said. Oh, oh no, who not the Backstreet Boys, the um the new kids on the block. Okay, I can that name was, them. That was a little before my Joey, time. Joey, I, I think. Yeah. Yes, you're you're correct. Yes. Oh wait. And one of one of the Wahlberg boys. Oh, okay. I get really confused with yeah, I don't. I I can't say that I did pay attention to that. I was more <laughs> into the Pearl Jam, Nirvana. Um, That's fair. You know that back in my day, but a lot of Brit pop too. I loved Oasis, Stone Ro- Stone Roses are for me one of the greatest bands. If I if I had to expand my top three, the Stone Roses would be pretty quickly after. Definitely in the top ten. Do you have you ever heard the Stone Roses? I can't say I have. Nope. Nope. (laughs) All right. Let's keep on talking about something we both know about, which is this show. Okay. (laughs) Um, So they start out this format. They, they, the commercials and the preview at the end showed that they were going to perform for people and make couples. But the way they did this one is basically it was just kind of paradise with a little bit of singing, right? Like the girls right. are in charge and we pick who it is and then we move on and we sing some songs or something. But we really didn't get that on the first episode. It was weird. Yeah. So my my initial thought process when Chris Harrison came in to talk to them was that it's going to be – the first couple episodes are going to be like Bachelor in Paradise and then we're going to have like an American Idol situation like for the last couple – that was like my initial reaction. Okay. But now I'm I don't I don't know I feel like 
Well, for one, I was kind of annoyed that they gave away so much during the previews. Even like in in between just like a commercial break in the middle of the show, they're like showing what's happening the rest of the season and, and I'm seeing who is singing together. And so, so I'm like, all right, I know who's like sticking around from the rose ceremony. So that's obnoxious. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's been a problem lately with with Bachelor um, shows is that they give they're given too much away in these previews and it's driving me crazy because I hate spoilers. Yeah, I do. I I kind of didn't watch the whole preview because I didn't mm-hmm. want to get spoiled and I kind of look I ha- I do this thing. My wife always likes to watch the previews, so mm-hmm. I'll just kind of like divert my attention and then look up a little bit. I just kind of won't pay attention or look at my phone or something. But I yeah. ki- but I wanted to watch a little bit of this one because I'm like, wait, what happened to the American Idol part of this right. with the judges and everything? They didn't even do it. Um, and something weird happened, which is that for some reason I either forgot, which I don't I, – maybe I did, or it didn't record or there was some error or something and it started late and then – um, I, uh, had to watch the beginning of it on Hulu. So didn't see, started watching it at like when they, when they went and picked out their rooms. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and I turned it into a game and I was like, what do you think happened before they go pick out their rooms. And she was like, oh, I think they just arrived there, chatted, and then they went and picked up their rooms. And I was like, no, I bet you they had this whole thing where they perform and they're all together, and which they did not do. Nope. So I was kind of surprised after watching the first 20 minutes after watching the, the rest of it, because I wanted to watch it with her, right. um, that they didn't do any of that. So mm-hmm. I still don't quite understand what's happening. Yeah. And I I I'm a little I liked more of them hanging out and singing together and doing that. And then when Me we too. actually get to the date, like the John Mayer date and the plain white tease date that we're gonna talk about, I thought I thought that these were not that interesting. Yeah, they were pretty boring to me. Like, I mean, the John Mayer date was cool, and I appreciated the effort and the concept, and it was really cool to like see them sing together and and everything. But yeah, it was kind of boring um, until they actually like started singing the song, and and that may just be like I don't know from our perspective of not being musicians, like seeing them try to arrange a song wasn't super interesting. I mean, it was, it was interesting to see how someone does that, but I kind of just wanted to see them sing. Yeah. See, I like, I wish they had done more of that where they like worked it out and we saw her like messing up or then him, he's like, Oh man, I missed that part. And then they kind of worked and then they build something together. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy that. That's what I kind of enjoyed about American Idol when they would try different parts and you'd get into kind the, um, the logistics or the process of okay. creating the song. I actually enjoy that. I thought that the dude, it was Ryan and uh, Jamie, right? Was it yes. Ryan? Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. that Ryan surprised me and he was re- I really thought he was a good singer. 
Well, they, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't really have any expectations on how good of a singing voice either of them had, and they both very much impressed me. I was um, not so impressed with her. I thought, really, that, yeah, I, I don't, you know, I they, just didn't, I didn't have high expectations for her, and I, th- I think she just, she did better <laughs> than I, than I thought. She didn't have to, she didn't have to do much. Yeah, um, I know. See, I have. This is. And I was complaining about this while I was watching with my wife, and I kind of have a thing about two types of singing, which I do not like, and I didn't like it on American Idol either, which is um, the <laughs> the person who does that all the time. I hate it, and that's what she does. If she's like, I was walking down the street, yeah, yeah, like she's always got everything's got to be like, <laughs> I hate that. So I didn't like her. And That's my, valid. And my second worst kind of singer is what uh, I guess Ruby is her name. Uh, Ru- oh no, Rudy. 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 Okay, what Rudy was, which was the Amy Winehouse. You know my name. Like this fake kind of like. <laughs> It reminds me of when Maya Rudolph pretends to sing and, you know, she pulls her head back and she's like, and by the way, Maya Rudolph's mother was Minnie Ripperton, who is one of the greatest singers ever. So she knows how to make fun of people who don't know how to sing. And and it's like that Amy Winehouse-y like, I don't know. It's like the bluesy kind of, I just, I can't. I can't do, I think that people who can really sing, sing in their own voice Mm -hmm. and people who, who do a voice when they sing are never really good singers. They're doing a voice. Like, that's why I think that dude, Adam Levine or whatever from Maroon 5, Maroon 5 is terrible. That guy, I, I mean, that guy can't sing his way out of a paper. He's doing a voice. Like he's trying to sound like what he thinks he should sound like. And I felt that Ryan just opened his mouth and sang, right? Like he was speaking. Like I mm-hmm. I, I was saying the example of, uh, uh, I'd say you're Taylor Swift that you like, right? Mm-hmm. She sings like she talks. Like sometimes when she's singing, it sounds like she's just singing words, very true. Very right? true. She's not feigning a certain accent when she does it, right? Like for me, it's Peter Gabriel. He just can speak and it's like music, right? It's melody. And that's right. what I think Ryan has. And that's why I think that this will be how I'm judging people throughout this season. I'm laying down my laws here. <laughs> this is what I think Jamie is young and she has not yet found her voice. That's fair. That's a very, very valid point. There we go. And either has uh, Rudy because she's just trying to sound like she just drank a whiskey, smoked a cigarette, and is sitting at a piano. And she thinks that that's jazzy R&B-ish, but she's just imitating somebody else. Yeah, I was I was not feeling Rudy's vibe with no. with this whole episode and with that little performance that she had. Yeah, de- definitely not. So those dates were kind of boring. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Uh, are the plain white tees a big band? They were honestly. Okay. I didn't even know that they were still around. They were. They were. I'd say more like my high school days. Um, okay. So like late 
2000s. All right. Um, yeah. They were pretty good. They were, that was kind of a, I mean, I didn't think it was bad, but then also I didn't understand the editing because they're sitting there and I say to my wife, I bet you 10 bucks they get up and sing with them. Mm-hmm. And then they flash to what's happening at the, um, the mansion, at, which by the way, that's not the regular bachelor mansion, is it? I did not realize that until about six o'clock today. Yeah. Um, when I was I was um on Lauren Zima's Instagram and she was like, Look at the new mansion. And I was like, Oh, oh, okay, that, that isn't the same mansion. No, it's bigger, it's and you can it's see huge. Yeah, it's nicer. And the lighting yeah. was much different. It's shaped, it's I think yeah. they did a good job. That was an upgrade. I think so yeah. too. The the old bachelor mansion was looking a little knots landing ish to me, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It, it was just a little bit it looked like it was decorated in like the same generation that I keep on talking about, like the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it's old like me. But um then when they flash back, they're on the stage with them. Yeah. But they never yeah. showed them singing or anything. Yeah, I it was overall it was weird. Very bland. It was bland. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. Very bland. And I didn't feel like there was any chemistry between Mm-mm. the people either. Not yeah, enough. which which you know they they also realized the next yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, that was that's true. Um, what yeah. else is there to talk about? I mean, they just kind of hung out, got to know each other. I like I, we said before. I like the little singing parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the little tender moment that um, your man Chris had with Bree is that her name. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool, but I could yeah. also tell that Chris has had tender moments like that, like four times a day. Uh, <laughs> he's a little smooth, right? Uh, yeah. That, I guess. Yeah. I guess you could say that. Okay. Yeah. See, he got you. He got you. See, I'd be the I'd be the friend coming <laughs> after you and going, Sarah, you're the tenth girl he talked to at this party tonight. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I fell under his spell. Yeah, he was very, he was like holding her hand. She's like, and you're holding my hand and I like it. Yeah. And it's like, so, so who are your favorite couples or who do you want to end up together after, after episode one? You know, I'm pulling for Sheridan to get his wish and be with Julia. Yeah. Um, just because I think the guy's a sweetheart. Yes, I agree. Um, I, I liked this guy, Gabe, though we didn't see a lot of him. Yes, me too. And I think that he is going to end up charming someone. And I might mm-hmm. be, I don't know, I kind of felt like, even though I'm just picking people now, I think he and Mel might have something going on there. I think they might might mesh. Maybe they yeah, seem I mean, a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, but- Mel, I think Mel gave him her rose so oh look at that see i remembered something yeah um i remembered something from the rose ceremony uh let's see who else i don't know it's so early it is very very early you know and i also feel like the the pretense of this show is something that they're gonna have to work through right because are they really is the point here to fall in love with someone or is the point here to find who's most musically a match? And that's an interesting point. And, and, and I think to answer that question, we would need to know what the end goal of this show is. Like, are you, are you getting a record (laughs) deal or are you like getting engaged? Like what, what the hell's going on? Which we maybe after two hours we should know, but you know, it's the bachelor. 
Uh, yeah. What are you going to do? Um, all right. Let's let's get to the end here. We get to the rose ceremony. Now, I'm not – I don't know if I quite understood what happened with Rudy because even though she did hit it off very early um, with Bearded Matt, I don't remember him saying to her, I'm going to give you – I'm going to take you out on a date. So I went back and watched it today. Because I needed, because I I couldn't remember when when all that was happening at the rose ceremony, and it seems like they probably edited their conversation because all we see is Rudy saying, "I would love to go on a date with you," oh, okay. and it seems more just like conversational. Yeah. And I don't, and and he may have said something like, "I'd love to go on this date with you," as like a casual. Not not asking, but just a statement. And she and I mean, I don't know. So I think they edited out whatever Matt said to make her think that because it, there was. I went back and watched the conversation, and he did not say anything okay. like that. I, I in, that's in, in, yeah. in what they showed us, she's so. and you know what? I can't blame her. Look, there's always the there's always one person on these shows who gets too attached too quickly. She's in a new place right? It's weird. You're on TV. She thought she had a connection with him, but instead of being nice about it, she like got angry at him, which is a bad sign. So yeah, I, not cool. I just, I did not, I wasn't loving her vibe on how she handled that. Like I get that that situation sucks, but it's day, it's like day, what, two or three at that point, girlfriend, you gotta chill out. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah. But yeah. she's but she is kind of playing into her, you know, Amy Winehouse ish. You know what I mean? She's gonna uh, maybe maybe it's more real than I'm giving her credit for. She's mm-hmm. like, got to take on the whole persona. She's gonna start throwing shit and and singing and getting drunk and stuff. But I don't know that they're gonna do this on the, do that on this show. Yeah, we'll Probably see. Gonna be the tamest bunch of musicians in a mansion together ever. Nobody's <laughs> destroying the room or anything. Um, <laughs> Chris Harrison had a fun line where he said, I can feel the gravity. I I laughed because I was like, oh, okay, clever. He, he, he must have known about that date that they just <laughs> yeah. had singing gravity. Which, by the way, I don't think I've ever heard that full song. That was more of the song than I'd ever heard in my life. Though I do know really? who John Mayer is. Um, yeah. Yeah, because he played with the Grateful Dead for a while. Ah, I don't know gotcha. if you know that. But um, is he John? John Mayer used to date Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, did he? Okay, Br- very briefly. Okay, is he considered? I know that. I guess people do say he's a good guitarist, but is he actually? Is he considered like? Is he popular? Um, I mean, he was. You know, ten years ago, okay. uh, he he's not. I haven't. I I don't. I haven't seen any new music from him in a while. Um, but. It may just be that it's not on the. I don't know. I only listen to like top forty these days, so who knows? Um, but I mean, he was big, you know, okay. like high school, college time for me. I know he did play. Uh, I think he played guitar, like in the, what was it? Is it? Well, I guess they called him something else, the Remainders or the Dead Remainders or something. Yeah, yeah, because- he, yeah. He, he's actually he's been touring with them because they were, I, I think, at Jiffy Lube. Last summer, Jiffy Lube Live. It's a concert venue around here. Not they were not playing at Jiffy Lube. The, where, 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 
they got really stoned and they just started yeah. playing a jiffy loop they're like is my car yeah. ready yet let's just play come on john bring out but i have seen yeah. him play guitar so i do know that the dude's a good guitar player but i know yeah, that he, he also is. does have a um a, he's a lothario as you said right like he's been with many women yes john oh yeah Mayer. wasn't he and, with and- Katy perry too he was. And to throw it back with your Almond Brothers reference, one of them was married to Cher. So we got a lot of connections in, nice. in this podcast. That's <laughs> Almond Brothers are great, man. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yep. All right. So we get everybody choosing everybody. We both, I think, we, did you like the way they send him to the other room and they talk about it while it's yeah. happening? That was cool. I, I liked that a lot. Yes. So, so let's let's maybe end on this. Are you team Trevor or team Ryan for Jamie? Uh, hmm. Let me go back and look at their pictures again to remind me who they are. Trevor, ah, uh, you know what? I'd have to say for Jamie, I think she chose correctly because I like Ryan. I agree. So I, yes, I think Trevor is right for Jamie. Yeah. And I think Ryan, I, I like Ryan a lot, but I, I think he, he'll find somebody. Yeah. And, and I don't know that Trevor is going to, I, I think that, I don't know, Trevor has got a little bit of an introspective vibe going on. So I feel like he's going to end up with maybe someone a little older, um, you know, a little more serious. Because I think that Jamie is just kind of very young. She is. She yeah. is. Yeah. She's very young. And I'm still trying to figure out if her eyes are too close together or too far apart. I I can't say that I noticed either. There's something off in the like in just in the way, but it's intriguing. It makes you look at her face more. I think she's pretty, but I think it's just I mean, just she's like, a beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. There's something with the eyes there. Maybe it's the way the cheeks impact the eyes. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to. But um, I think that Trevor may go for Julia. I could see that. That's true. So Julia reminds me a lot of Victoria P. Yep. But one of my friends texted me last night and she was like, Victoria, Julia reminds me of Crystal. It was just like with looks. And I was Perfect. like, huh. Perfect. So it's maybe like a hybrid of Victoria P and Crystal. You know what it is? It's that face where she looks older than she is, but she doesn't look old. Do you know what I'm saying? Like she looks wise. Yeah. She yes, she just has a very mature face. Yes. Like you That's very true. If she told you she was forty two, you'd believe her. Yeah. Right? And but that's not a but you'd say she looks great for forty two. Yeah, but and then how old is she really? Let me see. Twenty seven. Okay, and I believe that also. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. She has yeah. that kind of. It's not. It's not about looking aged or like you know, run down or older or whatever. Here I am at forty five saying that, but <laughs> it's just that she looks more mature. And yeah. um, yeah, I think that. Let's see. I guess that's about it. What happened? Savannah chose Brandon. Mel chose Gabe, and I was like, who the hell is Gabe? <laughs> oh, I want to know more about him. Cheyenne chose Matt. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought that was very cute when, when he was like, are you serious? And yeah. she's like, sometimes you got to take a chance. And I was like, oh, I Did love you that. not think that was a producer thing or what? I mean, yeah. They want to keep Matt around. Yeah. 
obviously like the girls that weren't sure they were like choose the the men that are relevant you know that's like, obviously what happened yep. um and i mean then- not that i mean who i mean we didn't get any time with the four guys that well other than uh michael todd but i mean it was clear that those guys were going home i'm so sad that russell and michael todd left because i thought they were so weird and i want i just wanted to know more about them and i felt that there was something maybe even a little androgynous going on with russell that you know like they were just maybe they could explore that or something but who is it jack and josh went home too who is let's see who's jack Oh, the the older, the 38-year-old guy went home and he yep. spoke like two lines. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, and and uh, the bald guy, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so was kind of funny the- where, it was a, where it was Josh versus Sheridan, like the bald guy versus the guy with the most hair. I know. It was like they were the it's complete kind of opposite ends <laughs> of the spectrum. It was hilarious. One thing that I do, I have to mention while I'm looking at the cast page. Yeah. Danny is the spitting image of Dylan. It literally, they look identical. And like his mannerisms even kind of seemed the same too at the rose ceremony. He kind of, oh, I don't know. Yes. It, it was like a, yes. like a look, a look yep. that he had on his face. I was like, is that Dylan? You are right. You are so yeah. right about that. I did not notice it. I'm just looking at the picture and I, he has a, the face and the smile is very similar. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to the end. That's the end. Man, I am, you know, everyone was complaining about this show, but I am so, <laughs> so happy that we have Bachelor content. <sighs> Me too. And Listen, I'm going to make fun of it. I am going to make Facebook posts making fun of it. I already have. I think that these are all the very bland singers, but you know what else? I think this is my new favorite show on television. <laughs> That's what hey. I think. I'm on board with that. Absolutely. Uh, I am totally for it. Now, I'm getting a little nervous because, like I said, I like music. I'm a fan. But I want to see these perform. I want them to really go for it in these performances. I don't want just this bland bachelor background music type stuff like i agree i need to get chills yes. from every performance yeah do it go i hope that they actually i'm really hoping next week that it's not like let's do more like somebody pick a weird song or mix it up or i want to see this guy gabe play his what was he playing like an upright bass or a violin or a cello yeah. or something cello. Like, Hello, yeah. Yeah, break that out. Do more stuff where they all gather around. Like, how about this is the challenge? One guy gets at a piano, you start singing a song, and you just have to come up with the next line or something. Mm-hmm. Or like, I, I just I want to see them actually make it make the singing part fun. Me too. I so, totally agree with that. That's my hope. But I do. I am very happy this show is on. Me I too. think that. Um, People have been complaining, but I found the, the the two hours flew right by. I agree. I was like, oh my God, it's yeah. already 10 o'clock. Like, who knew? Well, it was good. They'd done it again. And Chris Harrison, one thing I have to comment on him, I really much more like the stubble and the shorter hair look. He's not, I, 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 don't, I don't like this. He's trying to look too clean cut again. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I think Chris like Harrison it. looks looks good anytime. So <laughs> he's got to get the, the. I I he's a good looking dude. I like him, but I like more with the beard, and he's kind of, you know, like I feel like what's her name, Lauren, right? His girlfriend. Yeah, I feel like she would not was would not like this look. I think because she likes the scruffiness, right? She said that on the podcast. I think. Uh, maybe I'm trying to think back. I probably yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I, I still want more Chris Harrison too. Yes, there wasn't absolutely. Enough. He should have done more. All right. I, well, I agree. Any any final words? No, I mean, overall, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Me too. And I'm very happy to be back talking about The Bachelor with you. This was a fun hour. And uh, I do want to take just a moment there to give everyone some words of encouragement and love. And I hope everybody's doing okay getting through this crisis. I know that it's tough. And hopefully we can come here each week, give you a little break from it. And I do want to give a shout out to Tucker and I want to give a shout out to Peter, who I know are longtime listeners and I hope they're enjoying this show too. So hello fellas. And I'll let you take us out. All right. I've got a frozen pizza calling my name. Thanks everyone for listening. Please remember to rate review and subscribe.